This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. Today I'd like for us to take a look at the book of Proverbs. Now, the book of Proverbs, much like the book of Psalms, names multiple individuals as its author. Um, King Solomon was uniquely qualified as the principal author for this wise book. And the reason I say that is because in 1 Kings 3, 5-12, through 12, it reads, In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Ask what I shall give thee. And Solomon said, Thou hast showed unto thy servant David, my father, great mercy, according as he walked before thee in truth, and in righteousness, and in uprightness of heart with thee. And thou hast kept for him this great kindness, that thou hast given him to a, a son, to sit on his throne, as it is this day. And now, O Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father, and I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. And thy servant is in the midst of thy people, which thou hast chosen, a great people, that cannot be numbered nor counted for multitude. Give therefore thy servant an understanding heart to judge thy people, that I may discern between good and bad. For who is able to judge this, thy so great a people? And the speech pleased the Lord that Solomon had asked this thing, and God said unto him, Because thou hast asked this thing, and hast not asked for thyself long life, neither hast thou asked riches for thyself, nor hast asked the life of thine enemies, but have asked for thyself understanding to discern judgment. Behold, I have done according to thy words. Lo, I have given thee a wise and understanding heart, so that there was none like thee before thee, and neither after thee shall any arise like unto thee. Solomon understood that he was going to need knowledge and wisdom to make sound judgments. As Christians, we also must recognize this. We, too, need that same knowledge coupled with the desire to apply that wisdom. Many have wisdom without practical application of it. Others have zeal and desire but don't want to exert the time and effort it takes to study and learn what God would have us to do. But both wisdom and knowledge are necessary to please God and to become all that we can be in the kingdom. The first chapter of Proverbs, verse 1, identifies Solomon as its author. This chapter sets the stage for the continuation of brief yet concise words of instruction for not just the young but to all people. Many have considered the book to be a guide for the young, and while it addresses the young frequently, every word of that inspired book is profitable for doctrine, reproof, correction, and for instruction in righteousness that we all might be furnished unto every good work, finding that perfection or that completeness in our knowledge. 2 Timothy 3.16-17 That is what God would have all of us to do. So as we read through chapter 1 of Proverbs, we immediately see the purpose of the book. Verses 1-6 through six. Then in verse 7, we see a summary or a theme of the book. The, th- the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proper respect for God's Word is of the utmost importance. Without that, we're just spinning our wheels, simply spending time as we would maybe reading a novel. 
God's word is truth, and his instructions for us will determine the eternal outcome of our souls. If we don't apply reverence to his word, not only we, but our families, who we're responsible for, as well as others, such as friends, brethren, and potential converts to the Lord might also never see the portals of heaven. The uniqueness of Proverbs lies in the composition of the book. It simply consists of numerous brief instructions for living a life here upon earth that will ultimately help take us to heaven if properly applied. No, the plan of salvation for the Christian is not covered within its pages, but it sets the foundation for that ultimate plan. This is, the, is readily seen by what the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 28.10, For precept must be upon precept, precept on precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little and there a little. Barnes' commentary states, Profane and scoffing teachers of the people said it had been so with the prophets of God. It had been precept upon precept and line upon line, in the same way as children had been instructed. The meaning is, there is a constant repetition of the command without ornament, imagery, or illustration, without an appeal to our understanding or respect for our reason. It's simply one mandate after another, just as lessons are inculcated upon children. They sounded to me like they were on the rebellious side, don't you think? We're not too different today from those of old. We're always going to need reminding of God's commandments, of His glory, mercy, grace, and sacrifice that He so willingly gave unto us, just as children must be reminded over and over. We are His children. Both our Father and His Son knew this. In the Old Testament, there were always memorials dedicated to the memory of those times when God's people had overcome. Today, we remember the precious offering of our Savior's blood for our atonement for sin, by means of our worship on the first day of every week, and the communion we partake of. The best way for us to apply this insightful book in our lives and in the lives of our children is to read it. Read it often even if it's simply brief portions of it at a time. We will learn how we must appropriate humility, strong morals, proper behaviors, a prayer life that God will find acceptable, and the appropriate relationships that we must cultivate with God's people, as well as the way we choose our friendships. It will keep us from harm, both spiritually and physically, and it will help us to build strong ties with both our physical families and the family of God. I would encourage everyone, regardless of their age, to frequently read through the pages of this rich and encouraging book of wisdom that will keep us on that straight and narrow pathway as we navigate through many treacherous storms of this life. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.